You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Wrath of Man, a film by Guy Ritchie. You no trouble. Me, Fifth You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Cowan. How you doing, Brian? I'm okay. I'm all right. It's good to see you. Got my COVID booster and a flu shot all in oh, one day. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wait, wait. Are they not one in the same? Uh, no, they were two different shots. Uh, hmm. The flu shot sucked worse. I'm about to say, which one was worse? Yeah, the flu. Yeah. The Is flu it shot. because of placement? No, it's just the, the needle on that one kind of sucks. Hmm. It's like thicker, kind of got, got more of a sting. Well, I think the the actual vaccine itself is more viscous. <laughs> well, holy shit! Good to know. What the fuck are we talking about here? I don't Just know. Talking about shaft, the, you know, the shaft of the needle being uh, larger. We also have director of photography <laughs> Mike Griggs. I'm not going to talk about needles tonight. For once, I'm going to leave that to Jared. Thank you, sir. Oh, and here we are talking Wrath of Man. You guys seen this before? Was this your first watch? Uh, I saw it on Tuesday. I finished it about 15 minutes ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been, it's been a very stressful couple weeks, Brian. Uh, I do appreciate that, that this Busy. one was able to be watched uh, on telly. But uh, I um, I tried last night, man, and I just blacked out. Which, which it, I, you know, I was talking shit about the movie today to Griggs. Because I was like, I just totally fell asleep, man, and it didn't it didn't grab me, and uh, I was like, God, it's going to be slow, and uh, I just think this is going to be a terrible film. <laughs> um, I did I not? This. Did I not say all that? I was like, man, I just I just don't know about this. You just you started. You were like, man, that opening <laughs> shot. It's just so. I don't know what to think about it, and I just looked at him like, if that doesn't work for you. No, I was no in my brain. I was like, I was like, oh man, it's just like he's trying to do the children of men thing. It just it didn't sell. But I will say, upon watching it today <laughs> with a different head, uh, did you start it over from that? From oh, the beginning of that no, first yeah, shot? yeah. I totally, I totally, you know, started from the top, and now I'm here. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, it was excellent. 
Wow, we're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it took a second for that alpha brain to kick in. <laughs> no, I was amused with myself for a second, and then I lost my train of thought. But no, anyways, uh, no. <laughs> I watched that train derail. You said you started from the top, and now we're here, and then it just left the station and I didn't was come like, back. I was like, <laughs> stupid. Um, <laughs> but no, my uh, my initial impression was completely wrong, and and by the time the the the, the film started like giving its turns and, and different points of view, uh, I was like one hundred percent sold. And uh, yeah, what a what a fun, cool little little film with a lot of cool characters and character development that I wasn't expecting. Very, 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 very pleasant. You didn't, you didn't like it, Griggs? Yeah, it it told you. It it, it got me today. I was like, wow, yeah. Guys, I'm just, I'm so, I'm incredibly disappointed with Guy Ritchie. What? Like. (laughs) No, no, no. He's going to start negative like I did and then then change. No, I, I, I want you to convince me because I thought it was a fucking piece of shit. I thought this is his best movie. I thought this was better what? than the uh, gentleman or whatever we watched. Oh, last okay. Time. Well, that yeah. was that was a fucking piece of shit. No, if we're gonna start with that as the bar, then no, this is infinitely better than that for sure. I, I think I think Aladdin is the low bar, right? Like that that that's that's his worst movie. That 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 feels Aladdin. like a director for like hire. Disney's Aladdin. Yeah, Guy Ritchie directed that with Will Smith, the live action one. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, yeah. That, I watched it over the like summer a, with a my kids. I didn't realize it was him until I was like halfway through watching it. I was like, you couldn't wait, tell what? by the dolly moves. No, because they're just sorry, random. The cam. <laughs> yeah, no, was... it, it's not like this movie where like characters walk in and you get to feel the environment and you you can set with everything. Dude, there are there are camera moves in this that are phenomenal. There there's one shot where it's a drone where it, it catches the damn um, the the truck going across the bridge and it's sh- it's so perfect. I'm like, how many takes did that take? That shot was not perfect because at the end of it, they rotated just a little bit too far. And so that when they tilted up, the horizon was not where it needed to be. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Having Griggs. tried to execute shots like that and also gone too far with the rotation, I was like, they could have. But... <sighs> hey, man, I was impressed, Griggs. I mean, it was. The execution of the shot was great. It was just the very end of it didn't work for me. But there, all right, we're going to talk about camera moves. I, I, I just need to start by saying I used to love Guy Ritchie. Snatch was the fucking jam when I was like 15. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, I watched after it, and I was like, this dude is amazing. I, I really loved the, um, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. Those were super fun and very creative. Yeah, those were good. I didn't get any of that Guy Ritchie in this. Like, where was that version of Guy Ritchie in this? Like, I didn't feel any of that. Like, let's put some shot design together. Let's do some interesting cutting action. Like, No, I think he did that. No, man. There's a bunch of, like, I think the movie starts off with some great cutting. Like, just during the training uh, montage where he's, like, like pumping the the iron. And it's, like, cut, cut, cut. And it's going back and forth, back and forth. And, no, man, there's a lot of signature Guy Ritchie stuff here. I'll give you it's more reserved than any of his other films and I think that's what makes this movie a little special this feels this almost feels more like Christopher Nolan than it does Guy Ritchie and I don't think that's a bad thing it feels like Guy Ritchie trying to be Christopher Nolan or trying to channel some Quentin Tarantino I'm okay with that it just feels like an imitator imitating someone else's imitation that's what it feels like I think this just feels like a dark like a dark tonally dark when I say dark not lighting but it still feels like this is like the same from the same filmmaker that made Snatch. It's just this is the these characters are more fucked up. 
like in Snatch and in Lockstock and all his other movies, the characters are bad, but they're still fun. There's like a playfulness about it. Everybody yeah, in this movie is a psychopath. Okay. Yeah, this that's, one's this that's, one's that's it. That's what I was tone, missing. Totally where dark. where was Guy Ritchie's playfulness? Like he has a way of taking some seriously fucked up situations and making it feel somehow like enjoyable that everybody's fucked up. In this, I was just like, I hate myself watching this. Like no one's having fun. No one like even see like even Jason Statham kind of felt like he was phoning it in, like doing the same character that he's done like thirty other times, just a little bit more precise in some ways. I don't know. Man, this is my favorite Statham performance too, man. I thought he was pretty good as well. But, like, you know, uh, most Guy Ritchie films, he, he has all these definite characters. Like, they're these, these characters that stand out as, as like, you know, as they're very unique. And, and, and a lot of the times they're, they're very extreme and, like, over the top. And it's the same here, but all the performances are kind of reined in. But the characters are still really well defined, and you, you get everybody. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I was missing some of the lack of reined in characters because even like all all his like he usually like he he always has his, one of his signatures is the outlandish nicknames for all of his fucking characters. And he had a few of those in here. Bullet uh, H. What was uh, Josh Hartnett's character? Uh, uh, something boy, boy sweat. Boy sweat. Boy sweat. Yeah. Okay, Griggs. Like, uh, you, you, okay. Those were, those were fun. Like we but got like, a nice list going. <laughs> but like H, like the 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 very very forced like. Oh, like your bomb. name's Hill. Hill. Uh, I'm gonna call you H. Like well, he's just like, gets, it's all right. I gotta call you something really that's not your them, actual you know? name. So we're just gonna pull it out of my ass. And like it, it just didn't feel earned. It didn't feel. I don't know. He's like the bomb or Jesus H. Okay, come on. It's explained. No, no. they made jokes about it later <laughs> that made it make sense and made it made it fun. But the initial like, oh, I'm just gonna take the first letter of your name. Like that's the way the Men in Black do it, Griggs. And you didn't have a problem with it then. Because that... Because <laughs> that wasn't a nickname. This was H&H. H. If this was a, a Men in Black movie, I would have been more okay with it. Oh, man, no. I, oh, my God. You guys are breaking my heart. I thought this movie was cool as fuck. Just like... Man, I've, it I've, was. I've it seen was the really story fun. before, but I've never seen it told this way. Apparently, it was is off of another film, um, a French film. Yeah, I don't, I forget what the French title is, but it, that translates to Cash Truck. <laughs> that's pretty on the nose. Well, it's that's like, it's like a British, it's like a British TV series. It's like Hospital, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, it's more general than that. Uh, oh, sorry, it's the General Hospital. Well, that's what this movie is known as overseas. Is Cash Truck? It's not. Uh, I think it's just titled Wrath of Man here in the United States and uh, in the UK. Cash Truck is a good title. It's pretty much what, you know, it's not what it's about, but, you know, it revolves all around the cash. Yeah, I, I like Wrath of Man as a title better. I think that gets the idea across, especially like in the like the James Bond um, title music open with the credits. Yeah. With like all the it animals. It felt more like a TV series. It, it felt like a modern TV series open. You thought that felt like I was I was going to say James Bond, but okay, all right. All no, right, no, fine, I, I see fine. I see what you're saying about James Bond, but it, it felt like like you know True Detective. Yeah, true, like some kind of high end HBO show. Yeah, that gets a cool like we're gonna we're just gonna get you back into the mood for the for the first minute. Yeah, that was cool though. The music's great. <laughs> God, the music's the music so good. Is great. The music is really the music good. Is great. Who's the composer on this? I don't even look at that. Oh, what is uh, it's Chris something? I forget what the guy's name is. Christopher Bernstead. Binstead, sorry. Yeah, he did a great job. 
this is only like his second score. He only uh, he did um, the gentleman before this, and then he was a music mm-hmm. editor. Um, he did a like his music editing credits are fucking phenomenal, like uh, Gravity and all this other shit. So it was it was nice seeing him get promoted here. That's cool. Yeah, because he did. Uh, man, it's just fucking. This is my favorite soundtrack of the year. I mean, like of 2021, this is the best soundtrack, hands down. Dune would be a close second. Fair. I thought, yeah, I like, I like the, uh, the the click the clicking and the, the clock motif. I like that in scores. Well, yeah, especially with something like this that has like a definite. It's like it's like we're counting down. Like you know, we're, we're definitely you know, there, there's definite exposition beats with time a lot in this, and, and we always feel like we're racing against the clock, which is which is cool. Except when we're flashing back. No, but even then, it's it's building toward it's building it's all building toward the moment, you know, where you know he, he's going to finally figure out who it is but I, I like i like how he's searching on on who it is and then there's a um last of us two kind of turn where you go and now you learn the the bad guy's side a little bit and you kind of get to see them as people and then their ultimate demise i did not like that the first time i i was watching the movie um really i, I thought it was refreshing i was like oh cool. uh, yeah no i have to agree with brian like i i felt like i could have lost about a third of that and i would have been very okay with it really i don't yeah. know i thought it was cool i thought it was cool getting their like their vibe so so when you know it's it's a lot it, it adds a lot more weight to their character once you rewatch it it's the more interesting part of the movie because you get that whole team aspect and yeah they gel but i don't know all the all the members of their unit are so different. And oh my god, who the fuck thought who who knew Scott Eastwood could fucking act, right? Come on. Who's that? Oh my god, yeah, this is the best I've seen him in anything. Like I almost didn't recognize him how that was how good he was. Let me look him up. He was he was the He's ultimate bad guy son. that that killed everyone. He's the guy that looks like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Does he look like Clint Eastwood? Oh my god, bro. Are you kidding me? Yes, Does dude. He <laughs> oh my like god. Clint he looks like a Clint Does Eastwood. Does Brian clone? look like does Brian look like Pitbull? Yes, he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Brian does look like Pitbull. I mean, people always are like, "Are, are you related to Pitbull? Are you Pitbull's child?" <laughs> Scott Eastwood looks like he fucking you know fucking uses dip. <laughs> he's always chewing on tobacco or something. Have you seen his dad in anything? But yeah, he's usually terrible. It was that. What was it? I forget what the Pacific Rim sequel was called, but he was so terrible in that. He was terrible in that. Fast and Furious 8. God, he was so bad in that. Fate. That's right. The Fate of the Furious. <laughs> Function 8 of the Furious. But yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to see him in a- as a bad guy. It looked like he was having a lot of fun, and I totally bought him in the role. Yeah, especially the uh, the turn where you see his side of it. You know, because when, when they play the side where he, he kills the, the kid and, and then shoots fucking dude running at him, it plays like, 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 a, ba- like a bad guy, like a henchman. Like, ha, 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 you know. But on the turn, you you get the you know you get the emotional side of it, which I thought was played out really cool. Kid, are you staring at me while I'm committing <laughs> crimes? I'm gonna shoot you! <laughs> How dare you see my face? Don't you make eye contact with me? <laughs> what are you doing, number one? <laughs> I did like the uh, one of them was called Elvis. Yeah, I think that was only so they could say Elvis has left the building. That's right. That's the entire point of that. Well, fuck yeah. Well, they, they said Elvis entered the building. Elvis is doing this. Elvis is doing that. You know, they eventually got to Elvis's left the building. <laughs> of course. It's low hanging fruit. You can't you can't not do it. I think it's OK to do cliche things if you if you, you know, if you just own it, <laughs> just go for it. You know, just do it. Make it yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Make it good. Make it solid. You know, because that way you'll get a huh out of me. 
Instead of a, instead, instead of a, instead of a, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was doing more of the latter in this one. Hmm. I'm telling you, man, I, I went in with hmm. a different mind frame and, 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 and kind of like went with it, uh, went in for the ride and it was better. My only really big complaint is, is, is that it's a little too long. Oh man. You felt the length, huh? I did. I, I mean, I was feeling the length, you know? I did not feel the length at all. I, I could have used another 30 minutes almost. <clears throat> I had the rush of like I was putting us behind and all that, so I was like waiting, you know. So maybe that was some of it. And I'm like, I'm like, them like these dudes are like, these dudes are like this asshole. You've had what fucking eight days to fucking watch this movie, you know? And I think the 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 ending battle is for a, for a low budget like a, a mid budget R rated action movie. I think it's really well done and very well choreographed. The stakes aren't so big. It's like a it's like all those Die Hard sequels. It feels more like the action's grounded like the first Die Hard. I, yeah. would, I would say even more so because John McClane's not jumping off a building with like a, uh, f- like a, what, what is that? Like a, what does he have? A fire hose? Fire hose. There we go. Yeah. There's not a moment like that in this movie. It's just all gunshots. Like he, every single time that Jason Statham shows up, he's just like, headshot, 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 headshot. <laughs> And it's over. <laughs> like, the violence is really, really fucking quick. And the only reason it's not quick at the end is because these guys are covered in those that badass ballistic body armor. Yeah, the fight scene was pretty dope, actually. I, I will give you that. Especially when they're, like, trying to attack the armory and those dudes pull out those, like, G36s or whatever they're called and just start shooting big old assault <laughs> rifles into, into the whole fucking thing. And they no, you- both know they're going to die, and you feel that on them. That was pretty fun. You know, but the violence w- wasn't super over the top, but there, there was one scene, like, when they were torturing that guy and they had the bag on his head and, and like, all that. Oh, Man, oh that, yeah. That, yeah. That, that got me. That actually got me. And I was like, oh, damn. You know, like, <laughs> that, that, was, that was solid. That, that actually got the rise out of me like it was supposed to. Um, the rest of the violent stuff was just, like, was, was cool. You know, like, it had some, you know, it, it was action movie. And then Jason, Jason Statham is, is nonstop, you know. And and especially at the end when you know it's him with the mask, you know they're trying to play it like you don't know who the who the who the turn is when he's got the mask on. And then what well, when he looks at the dude that's wearing the mask, and then the next shot he's walking out with the mask, and you can see his fucking patch on his shoulder. We're supposed to pretend that we don't know who that is. Okay, man, I'm sorry. Excuse <laughs> me, I just watched it. <laughs> it is satisfying. I, I do think it's weird. No, it's that very the, satisfying. That guy takes yeah. his helmet off though and looks at him, and then Jason Statham blows his face off with a shotgun. <laughs> I was like, why did you take your helmet off, bro? What, what was up with that? He's just like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Uh, yep, I guess I'm dead. <laughs> that, that, that was a weird moment in the middle. Yeah, it's of the like when the other, I don't know, like when the other guy like comes around and and uh, the dude pulls a gun on him like he's going to kill him. He's behind the car and the guy turns around. And he's like too slow and he fucking puts a gun to his oh. head and fucking pops him. That was awesome. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah. No, the the violence is nice. I, I I like it. It's it's impactful, but it is quick. And there's even like after the the first like heist scene when they have to go save Bullet and. Josh Hartnett's like, who the fuck is this psycho? To Jason Statham, yeah. <laughs> he go, uh, Jason Statham goes and he corners like Post Malone, who's this, <laughs> this, this uh, fucking robber, shoots him in the head, and then after he leaves, we get this real quick like insert flash, yeah, of just his brains like splattered all over the fucking pavement. It's like maybe like a frame or two, and it's just that was just fan service. That's what we wanted to see. <laughs> oh man, it's just nice. It's it don't, no, it was good. It's so nice. There, there was a lot of like really fast cutaways. There's even like in, in some of the like in the surveillance stuff. 
there, you know, there's one of the shots where the guys are wearing all the, you know, this the um, construction stuff, and they and they got the binoculars, and they're all, they're, all, they're looking dudes on the dudes oh, on the yeah, radio, yeah. whatever. Like, there's a really there's a really fast like like quick cuts right there, and I just don't get. Like some of it's like, are you trying to save time because we're already almost two hours? <laughs> like uh, you know, or is it, or is it like he's just trying to keep it, keep that pace up? Maybe I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, that, I think that that is what he's doing because he's cutting pretty, pretty frequently. But then it, it is weird how he he'll Guy Ritchie is just will let the camera linger and like some aftermath of some shit. <laughs> uh, you know, like r- right when a character well, it gives you a second ready to, to kind of you know, experience or, it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Setting the location up, yeah. I love all the wide shots and, and everything's lit, like you know, with color. It's very RGB. There, there, there are stereo tubes laying around in shots, and uh, like in the bar sequence where they're playing pool, it's all lit with stereo tubes, uh, with this real red neon look. And then I guarantee you that's what's going on in the um, when they're driving all the big trucks through the warehouse, and they've got these like red hanging lights. Yeah, uh, yeah, it just looks super cool. It's got like a little comic book edge on it. Well, there's there's a couple shots where you see actual film lights in the shot. Well, they're they're in a set. They're on a porn set. Okay, well those yeah no the those those <laughs> that's so dark man. God damn those four foots with the like neon blue lights in them. The, yeah, that yeah, it was, was pretty happening. underexposed. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty underexposed, Brian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was really dark, Brian. It no, but dark. the, the, the uh, when when. Ooh. Jason Statham is is first in the office, like when he's going through the whole application process or whatever. Yeah, and Eddie Marson like walks him from the office out to like this room. They as that whole tracking shot. There's a there's a fucking sky panel just sitting in a window, shooting through the window, and it's like oh, I was really? like I watched I, I saw it as it went past. I was like that can't be actually, and then I rewind it. And like yeah, no, that's a fucking sky panel just right really? there. I need it's to go like, back and watch that like, scene. 10, 12 minutes into it or something like that. Yeah, yeah I remember the scene. I, I just I just didn't catch the light. It's because there's so much shit going on in this film. They're like, yeah, we'll just leave lights in. I don't care. Like, whatever. It's fine. No, you know, it happens. I mean, fuck. Just about every film's got a light in it or two. As long as you don't have a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, dips down. It does seem to be where the light is. 100%. <laughs> the frame line. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Why don't we uh, we play the trailer for Guy Ritchie's Wrath of Man, and we'll be right back. Wrath of Man, a film by Guy Ritchie. Why do you keep saying that? Because <laughs> it says on the poster. Oh, <laughs> uh, Monty Python's The Life of Brian. <sighs> Guy Ritchie's The Wrath of Man. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new addition. H. Portico Security specializes in cash trucks across L.A. Do you have any idea how dangerous this job can be? Some out there, yeah. We ain't the predators. We're the prey. You ready? Ready. This is your temporary sidearm. Why am I supposed to putting pistols in a machine gun fight? Do you have a problem? I don't know. Do I? It's a 10 grand drop. You should have been back five minutes ago. They're serious! Leave this to me. Get in the truck next time. Sorry, pal. It 
doesn't feel right. It's like he wants trucks to get hit. He's not a cop. But if he's not a cop, what is he? A while back, we lost two guards. A civilian, too. There was an investigation. And we still haven't found the scum who did it. You were in an accident. My most son. He didn't make it. I need to know who killed my son. The tree has been shook, and it's been shook hard. We've scorched the earth. You started by saying you'd do anything. And what I'm hearing is, you think you've done everything. I can see it's going to be a long night. That'll be an inside job. I can do it in two weeks. You only wish you could do it in 20 years. But I do bear a grudge. All right, we're back. That was the amazing trailer for Guy Ritchie's Wrath of Man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Best trailer of the year? Fuck yeah for the best action film of the goddamn year, baby. Woo! That trailer that trailer was better than the movie. I'm sorry. What are you talking about, bro? This movie is fucking... Oh, dude, that movie... On, that trailer, I think, I think first of all, the trailer was the whole movie. Like, what? let's... If, if you hadn't... If you didn't know it was Guy Ritchie, would you like the movie? It doesn't matter that it's Guy Ritchie. Like, it didn't matter who... Like... I feel like there's Guy Ritchie hate here. No, I think he likes British I'm, people. I'm just... <laughs> The two I'm, just, I'm just unimpressed. I'm unimpressed. Unimpressed, man. I, what do you want out of an action movie, Grace? I don't know. I mean, like there, there was a lot of action movie tropes in this, um, and they all felt like I've seen them before. But you haven't seen other them like this. other Guy Ritchie movies. <laughs> maybe maybe unimpressed is the wrong word. Unenthused. Unenthused. It just, it just didn't. It just didn't. It didn't work for me. You know. I don't. I don't want to sit here and shit on a great filmmaker's work, but it, this one just didn't. It didn't hit me. I, I. I just. I just don't know. I just don't know what you guys want <laughs> out of life. Don't let me in with him. <laughs> All right. This is just a me situation here. Mike it really is. It really life. is. I don't know what Mike wants out of life because, I, like I said, I thought the movie once it got going was, was pretty damn enjoyable. The camera stuff is really neat. The like uh you you didn't like all that cool camera shit at the beginning where they're doing all those long steady cam like setting up the world and you know building all the pace and I mean the production design was fucking phenomenal like every every set was fantastic um there was some good camera movement but some of it was like showy for showy sake and not in an interesting way like there was one conversation in a car two like different shots where they they they're on a close-up and then they do this like slider move back that's like two feet and then they cut oh, to the other guy and they do the exact same move andy garcia yeah. yeah and it was like what the is fuck? that what you're talking about where, where, he, where he comes through the door he goes through the doorway and the door opens and it gets in the car no no they're, they're, they're already there they're already sitting in the car, in the car. it's at the okay. very end of the scene it's like uh He's getting ready to it's, – it's that scene in the trailer where he's like, I'm going to do in uh, two days what you wish you did in 20 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And at the very end, he's like uh, – uh, I forget what his line is, but he's getting ready to get out of the car. And his close-up, there's a there's a 
It is. It's it's weird, but it is a motif he does throughout the in- entire movie where he'll oh he does do yeah, these yeah, little like, pushes that are real and fast it's, but it, subtle. Yeah, and but at the end he does it where the guy like walks into his room and and, and he dollies back like past the table and there's all the money sitting there, and then he like pushes in on him, you know, from there, which is kind of neat in, in a sing- in a single take. It was kind of yeah, like, but this this was like a fucking slider. So it was like a two foot move, and the, if if it had been once, it would have been really interesting and like a cool way to transition out of the scene. For some reason, they decided that they needed it twice on each of the two characters. They do it. They do it three times. They do it in each close up, and they do it in the uh, the two shot. <laughs> but was it three concurrent shots, or was it two concurrent shots? The fa- it was just three, the fact that it was three back to back. It goes boom, and there's a sound effect in the music that goes doon, doon, doon. Hey man, it's cool. if, it's, if it's a choice, if it's a choice, I say go for it, man. I loved it. I thought it was cool. Why not? Fuck it. Like you know, like why, why, why shoot it normal? This is like a yeah. The movie's cliched, right? And the the screenplay is is not that great. Like. How the fuck is nobody running around noticing Jason Statham's character? I mean, he's the dad. He got shot at this fucking <laughs> the, the opening yeah, right. uh, there, rail there's car. There's been an investigation was, into yeah. this thing, but nobody right. recognized his face. He it, was in the hospital. You know, <laughs> he almost died. He had multiple operations. Yeah, but five months later, he's he's fucking jogging and like fine. Oh, it was three weeks and later. Joining, five and months. joining, <laughs> joining this fucking. Uh, company. No, it was it was. It was five months later. He had only been part of the company for like two weeks when the whole um, Black Friday thing hit. Yeah. The no. flashback specifically says five months before is is when all the shit went down. Yeah. He started working there three months after his kid got killed. And by the, what was it, like f- month five is when, yeah, the end of the movie happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very fast recovery time is what I'm saying for, for needing know, two life-saving surgeries. The, the doctor came in and said he had a warrior spirit, Griggs. I mean, what do you want? A warrior spirit. That's enough spirit. exposition for me, Brian. If the doctor says he has a warrior spirit, he must be good with the gun. Yeah, I just... He knows medicine, Griggs. He understands the body. <laughs> I, I mean, what, why are we looking for logic in a Jason Statham movie anyway? I don't think I don't think there is any. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, I will say, I, I enjoyed this movie so much, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go and watch every goddamn Jason Statham film ever fucking made. That's what I did for like a whole month after this movie came down. I sat down Holy once a night shit. and watched every fucking so Statham movie. So it is movie. definitive. This is the best Jason Statham performance. Brian has determined. Brian has done scientifically. <laughs> and if you want to watch a bad Jason Statham Guy Ritchie movie, the one that nobody ever talks about that is a giant crock of shit, co-stars Ray Liotta of all people, is uh, it's Revolver. Revolver is a giant piece of shit. That is a terrible movie. That's that's accurate. Yeah. Is that why you hate Guy Ritchie? Because <laughs> <laughs> you watched Revolver? No. You saw him in his Buddha I, face? You know, you, 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 you I, love the as Beatles As I tried album, to say, I love Guy Ritchie. I all of his other movies that I have watched up until... Um, Except for Revolver. Up until The Gentleman, the entire movie felt like him just being pissed that he couldn't like make jokes about hitting on women anymore. And so he tried to make a, ju- a movie where he put in all of his fucking anti-PC jokes. Uh, and it, it just felt incredibly pretentious and and like just a weak, weak attempt to be like, look, I'm still relevant and I still matter when like it didn't work as a movie. And then this feels like, okay, well, maybe some of that didn't work because I just was too anti-PC. So I'll dial some of it back. And we got this. I enjoyed it more than Halloween Kills. Well, that's not difficult. Yeah, I mean, like, what are, what are you talking about? I think I've enjoyed every movie we've <laughs> get, seen this get year. Get the fuck out of my face. What are you talking about? <laughs> that movie was fucking horrendous. God, I'm still pissed about that film. God. 
I'm just glad we've slid something else into the last of the dogmen or <laughs> <laughs> Alan Quartermain in the Lost City, a gold slot. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's not get crazy now. I mean, Halloween Kills is terrible, but it's not, like, you know, legendarily terrible. Like Alan Quartermain. Oh, it's got Darth Vader in it. David Prowse for the win. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, beautifully done. I do want to uh, get on get on my soapbox here for a second. I wish you would. Good, because here it goes. I, I really, li- I really in- enjoyed this movie. Um, but the first time I saw it, I did not go see it in the theater. It came out very close to when Godzilla vs Kong was coming uh, was playing in theaters, and I was. Constantly going to see that over and over again because this worth it. Yeah, th- this was kind of like uh, the start of like when movie theaters started opening and we started getting new movies in theaters after the fucking pandemic shut down. I saw this on on Blu-ray and this Blu-ray not only looks like ass fuck, but <laughs> on top of that, it has damn no special fucking features. There's not even a goddamn trailer on this fucking disc. Warner Brothers released this thing and did a shit ass job. The goddamn 4K on Amazon Prime looks about a billion times better than this fucking transfer on this Blu-ray disc. Just so disappointed. Just pissed. It's only got five point one. You don't even give me a fucking Atmos mix. What a bunch of bullshit. I'm so pissed. So box off. I'm done. Still mad. Wait, is it on streaming on Amazon Prime or you paid for it and rented it on Amazon? Uh, I actually bought it off of uh, Amazon just because I could not watch this Blu-ray anymore. I I looked for for it streaming in places and I didn't find it, so... I just got the uh, I got the DVD from Black Lodge, so that's how I watched it. Which, if the Blu-ray was tough, then it's ah. the 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 scene that looks like a really just it just looks like uh, it's it's ass fuck. Um, it's that uh, when he's interrogating the girl Dana, and he's got the silenced pistol, and he's like, "Look, I found this money here, and I want you to tell me what the oh, fuck yeah, happened." Yeah, yeah, and he's got that little lamp beside him. There, it's just banding. Just like from from where that lamp light bulb starts to the edge of the frame, you just see color banding all. Wow! From it. it just was it like that on the DVD? No, no. How did they fuck this thing up? Dropping the ball. That's imp- that's impressive, actually. Your movie costs fucking forty million dollars. You make over a hundred million dollars worldwide, and this is what you do to me. Some bush league shit. Warner Brothers, get your shit together. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm here for it, Brian. You never be done, Brian. You'll never be done. I'm as just long as there's a started. breath in your body. That's what I was about to say. As long as there's a breath in your body and a film to be watched. I feel that warrior spirit in you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a dark spirit. <laughs> I like the chapter headings. I thought they worked. No, they were cool. They get, you know, it gives you something to look, to look forward to. Because once you, once you realize it, that, you know, it's going to pop up, you know, in, in it. You're just like, oh, yeah, there it is. Especially like the one where it's like the, the liver, the spleen, the lungs, the heart. That was a great scene. Yeah, that is awesome. That is a fucking great scene. That that is the quintessential revenge moment scene, but done with precision <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> What's great about it afterwards too is like I love Jason Satham's reaction after after he kills Scott Eastwood's character and he's just like, All right, yeah, I just shot that fucker in the heart, watched him die. What now? No, yep, no. On to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I actually like that. It's I like very I like satisfied. that. No, I, I you know I, I dig that though. It's just part of the world. It's just it's just that he just went out and got in his car. You know the driver was waiting on him. He knew he was going to be there. 
It always is. Andy Garcia's got to show up one more time. Yeah, dude. He was looking good, man. It was good to see him. Looking old. Well, I mean, fuck. He is old, man. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he like 65? Almost 70? I know. Oh, oh, hopefully he's not 70. God damn. He has been around forever. Fuck. We did, uh, what was it, uh, The Untouchables, and he was like a fresh-faced young actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now I want to know how old he is. I was looking, yeah. I was going to find him first. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go 62. He was born in 56. 56. Oh, shit. 65. He looks good for 65. He does look good for 65. Damn. He, he's a good-looking man. <laughs> 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 Touche, Jared. Touche. I don't know, man. It's just like I, I, I just always imagine him, like, you know, from Ocean's Eleven, that look. That was peak Andy Garcia for sure. That one, yeah, that's when he was at his coolest. Fucking movie star charisma oozing motherfucker. As Brian flips through his notes and looks down, yeah. turns back to the microphone and says, Jared, why don't you just put your asshole back into your asshole? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. So but does it make any sense? So, what does that does that mean that he got so scared that he prolapsed his anus into a pink sock that he had to knit back up into his body and co- re- basically what? collect yourself, son? I'm sorry, Brian's mom, that you had to witness that. <laughs> witness? Hold up! Wait, what? What's going on? Well, this you know this is theater of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> an app description for an app description. Uh, While well, you're listening to us on an app, it's very meta, <laughs> like Facebook. <laughs> no, that's the metaverse. Which, like the uh, MCU, subsequently, right? subsequently, we are a part of the metaverse, whether we want to or not. The metaverse, fuck. That's what a stupid well, name. They're is. like, they're like, what's the most cool little nerdy thing we can do? The metaverse. We do. We got to capture that before someone else does. Too late. It's got great IPO. <laughs> <laughs> what was the budget on this, Brian? We haven't even talked about that. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry, I thought I brought that up earlier. Uh, it's, it was forty million. That's a nice little mid-range movie. They don't make films is like this fo- anymore. Is that forty million pounds? No, that's forty million uh, dollars. Because this was, uh, even though it was mostly set in L.A. Outside of the exterior shots, I think all the interiors were in England. But it's still a U.S. studio. MGM put up all the money for it. Yeah, I could tell. We don't have that color paint in, in America. The, pig, the pigment doesn't look the same. What? <laughs> what? You can just tell it every time you watch Downton Abbey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, totally. Yeah. They they don't put high fructose corn syrup in their paint there. <laughs> what? <laughs> in America, we lick the walls. <laughs> Even our walls are sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the walls, even the wallpaper tastes like snozzberries. The snozzberries taste like snozzberries. That's where my yeah. brain went. Good yeah, job, man. Lickable wallpaper. Are we at ratings here? I feel like, uh, hey, man. Does anybody I think have we're meandering else? off off the path? Um, yeah, I think I think I've talked about everything I wanted to talk about. I mean, I can't think of anything. I need to know your top five Jason Statham films. Oh, I after watching the retrospective of Jason Statham. Ooh, and I, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I'm interested to see if I'm. And seeing if Crank isn't up there, then no, what the fuck up. are you we? No, shut up! You can't. You can't. You can't put things in his head. 
Man, I didn't. I didn't think we were gonna. I was gonna have to to rank them. No, You're just not, your not, top not in any favorite. order. They don't have to your, be in any order. Your top five favorites. All right. right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd be lying if I said the Meg wasn't up there, just because it's so stupid. It's Michael Adam. And uh, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a Jaws ripoff, and you know, I got I got a little love for that. You know the the eighth. The Fate of the Furious, the eighth Fast and the Furious movie. Um, he's got a great scene in that where he's rescuing a baby from an airplane, <laughs> and it, I'll be goddamn it while driving a car. No, uh, he's I like, from an airplane. It's crashing. Just... <laughs> uh, is it crashing? Yeah, it may be crashing. I don't know. It, you know, it's going to because he's like shooting everybody in the airplane. So you know, they they usually lose air pressure and after a while, <laughs> some things in the airplane don't react well to bullets. I haven't seen any of these so far. Please continue. Uh, I I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed Spy. Oh man, it's a comedy yeah. with Melissa McCarthy, but uh, yeah. it's got a really really yeah. It's got it's got a really Jason Statham's got a really funny fucking moment in the movie where he he's he's a he's a spy like a CIA agent, and he keep he thinks that there's a, a fucking face off machine in the building, <laughs> and they're not telling him, and he's like, look, we we could change my identity. He's like, Get, where's a face-off machine? And you can just do it. I saw it in that movie once. And everyone's like, uh, bro, that don't exist. That was a movie. You're stupid. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a running gag. It's, it's, it's nice. You know, I don't know, man. Uh, I liked Parker. Parker was good. Homefront was good. Safe was good. Bro, I haven't seen any of these. Obviously, I have some Statham to catch up on. Clearly. He's made a shit ton. Although I think Safe is the only of those last three that I've seen. I've seen the TV series Safe. I have not seen the movie. It's not bad. It is definitely worth a watch. Some of them are pretty I mean, bad. The dude though. has fifty-seven actor titles on his IMDb, so he's he's been in a lot of things. Who's going first for Wrath of Man? All right, since everybody's quiet, I guess I'll go ahead <laughs> and go. Uh, I'm gonna give this a very solid ten because I fucking love this movie. This movie was great. I thoroughly enjoyed every minute. It was uh, it was fun. It was exciting. I talk about tone a lot on this podcast, and this is an example of ha- taking a cliched story and a tone change makes a movie completely different, feel completely different, and it, it feels like something I've fresh and I haven't seen before. Like, there's there's no needle drops in this film. Like, the only mm-hmm. the only one is the Johnny Cash one, like you get from the trailer. I was about to say, I, I thought I heard. Yeah, there was that one, and that's it. Any other action film... From today, would we would have like these needle drop moments? That's not this film. The the quintessential Forrest Gump, if you will. Exactly. We don't have uh, unfortunate son playing. Uh, fuck that bullshit. <laughs> you know, it's not here. The, this <laughs> this music is always like ticking down. It's always there. It's always present. It's it's always about ready to erupt into something, and you, you never know when it's going to happen. And it's like Jason Statham's character and, and all these characters in this movie. They're all fucking psychopaths. Like. Yes, these people are redeemable. I well, I, I guess they could be redeemable. They're people, but they're all fucking like just they're lunatics. They're just they're from terrible fucking <laughs> worlds that are insane, and they're just really violent. And I thought that was really refreshing. Like, fuck it, don't give me an action hero that is wanting revenge, like Liam Neeson, and trying to like justify him running around murdering half of Europe. Like, f- no, like. If you're if you're gonna give me a revenge story, give me something dark. Give me something hard hitting. Make me feel feelings. And also, his wife called him a cold cunt. Like that's cool. Yes, um. I was expecting it. And, and in my head, as I was like in the scene, 
when she said it, I was like, this is perfect. That was just fucking perfect. And I love the lighting in that scene. How he's like sitting in shadow, but she's lit. It, yeah, it's pretty excellent. Dude, I, but I was reading reviews, think, and people ding that part of the movie more than any other part. Fuck them, because I For think the, they actually do a... I think they actually do... When they're... When they're after she leaves or whatever, and then, and it pushes in on him and kind of like opens up to him a little bit, like on the desk. I think they like have a DMX like raise the light level of it. Oh, I also watched that twice or three times just to see if I could tell if it was a it was a card moving in or if the light moved up at the same time. I, I think it was very was subtle and it was very very, very subtle. well executed. Yeah, because nothing perfect. else on the desk gets brighter. It's just him. It's just him. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So who's going next? I'll go next, so you can end on a moderately positive note. I wish you would. <laughs> uh, I definitely did not share Brian's enthusiasm for this film. I think it's it's well warranted, and you've made your argument and your points quite quite well. Uh, it's just man, this this just didn't work for me. The attempts at banter and the stupid insults, like the dialogue, just felt kind of forced, like rehashing many other versions of Guy Ritchie movies that were actually fun. It took like he. It felt to me like he just kind of sucked all the fun out and was like, "Let's just keep the darkness." Now that was the tone through the entire thing, and I do have to give them props for that. Like the the tone was really well executed. Um, I just didn't enjoy it, and maybe I'm not supposed to. Maybe it's not a. Maybe it's not supposed to be like a, an action movie that you're like, "Yeah, he's kicking ass, cool, shoot some bad guys." Uh, if that's the case, then good for them. Well done. <laughs> It's not for you, Griggs. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just... I, I said it twice already. I'll say it one more time, just in summary. Guy Ritchie okay. used to be so interesting. His his fast action, his, his snappy dialogue, he always takes intriguing concepts and does fun things with them. This, to me, just felt like it was old guy lame. Like, he's past his prime. He's trying to channel something from his youth that he has completely lost, and he just doesn't know who he is as an older person. That's what it feels like to me. Damn, that's fucking harsh, bro. I was just bored, man. Like, <laughs> uh, all the char- all the characters were, like, they fulfilled their archetypal necessities. Um, they did their jobs, but they didn't do any of them in an interesting way or in a new, fresh way to me. That was how I felt about it. Like, nothing, no- none of the reveals um, were remotely surprising. Um, and I don't feel like that was because they were foreshadowing the things that were supposed to come up I think it was just because they were all cliched archetypal characters it just felt like Guy Ritchie trying to be Quentin Tarantino trying to be a better director like it didn't feel like Guy Ritchie and I wish it did most of the cinematography was really really interesting Um, I really like all the lighting the set design was outstanding the costuming was fucking fantastic Jason Statham kills this cold heartless emotionless role all the supporting cast they they did their jobs um most of the actors i liked what they were doing uh it just didn't quite work for me i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a 7.5 and say that maybe i need to just go back and watch it again this is the cinematographer's uh second film too he did uh damn i think aladdin that's not true i read no 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 no. he also did um uh, something i thought he did uh he did, i think aladdin uh no no i thought i thought i thought i saw he did he, wait 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 I, hold on a second i thought i saw that he he did uh sherlock no, uh, no, he was second unit on that. That's what's impressive. His second unit uh, director of photography credits are fucking impressive as shit. He was like working for like twenty some years, man. I mean, just like movie after movie, 
And I, I think this may have been his fourth film. I think he did like Tom and Jerry, and he also did The Gentleman. But I think his first movie was actually like Aladdin. Alan Stewart, Wrath of Man, Tom and Jerry, The Gentleman, Aladdin, and then a bunch of shorts. Yeah, but look at his like second unit DP stuff, man. I mean, it's like, oh my god, man! Like every other movie is like giant and huge. The guy was like really just busting his ass for years and years. Ready Player One, Mary Poppins Returns, Yeah, Man's Bodyguard, King Arthur Legend of the Sword, Creed, Spectre, Into the Woods, Anna Karenina, Sherlock Holmes, Game of Shadows. Yeah, man. Hmm. This dude's been working forever and doing some cool shit. I think he's just, Good for him. just now Good finding, for him. His, finding his way, you know? Or, or finally finding someone who uh, gave him a chance as DP. I mean, he was an electrician on Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, man. He's been, wor- yeah, been working for a long time. He's been threaded in th- throughout my entire life. <laughs> he, he didn't even know it. <laughs> he probably still doesn't know it. Knowing he's half the battle. It is. It is. Um, are you done, Griggs? I'm done. 7.9? 7.5. Oh, okay. <laughs> Try to talk me into something that's not worth giving. <laughs> not worth giving? I think I think way harsh, way harsh, Griggs, way harsh, Griggs. Uh, I I thought the movie was really fun. Um, it, it's hard it's hard to talk about a, a director's style and and saying that they're not them uh, because it's kind of like when you listen to a band that you really love and then and then you listen to their new thing and you're like I don't know man they fucking changed. <laughs> they're, not this, <laughs> they're not the same, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then I stopped listening to them. After I know, that album. I don't, and I don't know is that. Because the bands is, that is, I love, they get have more you, of themselves, and is, I love is it them more. That, is it that the, they've changed, or have you changed? And, and then your your output of like maybe the the nostalgia that you have of watching that, so maybe you have an expectation of what to look for, but you know maybe their evolution. I don't know. I, I, I this is how Brian said he he could see you know that this is from the same director in in. in the tone and the style and all that, and like I think that's all there, and I I think it's extremely well made. It is way better than the gentleman, like very very accurate. I was Griggs on that one, you know. I was like, fuck this movie, uh, but you know, maybe I should go watch that again. I don't know. Like it, I think it also depends on 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 how you watch it, because I said my initial trying to watch this film, I I couldn't stay awake. You know, I, I I struggled with it, but then today when I watched it, I mean, it was it was it was a really enjoyable ride. Um, the acting's great, like you know, and then the, the way that I, I like the way they tell the story in this disjointed way. Like in, like I said, it's really neat to learn both sides, and I felt like I got a chance to learn all these characters and get get some emotional attachment to them, so I can actually feel things when they happen, which is really cool. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm gonna give it a solid nine, and and maybe it deserves a ten. I don't know. We'll let it float there. When I watch it next month, I'll, I'll call you up and, and be like, Jared, did it go up to a 10 yet? I'll be like, yeah, it did. <laughs> Please stop calling me, asking me this question. <laughs> if I say yes, can you stop calling me? <laughs> I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Just it's on a sliding scale. When, uh, <laughs> when we watch uh, Wrath of uh, Man 2. Wrathier. Yeah. Wrathiest. I can't come up with a good one for it. Hmm. Uh, that would be Wrath of Men. Griggs, you're a goddamn genius. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Wrath of Gentlemen. Oh. That one would be the campy one. 
Although, I, you know, you guys are talking shit about that movie. I will say Colin Farrell was the uh, the highlight of that film. Bro, I talk about my favorite film with uh, In Bruges, and you say that's a shit, shit house. So we can't really, like, you know. What? Did I say that's a shit house? You did. I was like, we should do that movie on the podcast sometime. You're like, fuck that movie, yeah, bro. Yeah, I think I, I, think, like, right, and then I think I ended that conversation with like, oh, I, I, maybe I, I need to rewatch it. I'll, I'll rewatch it. Oh, wait. Dude, Bruges you did. is one of your Damn. favorite movies, Jared? Yeah. Really? Fuck you, Griggs. Fucking Bruges. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Nice setup and delivery. I'll allow it. So with that... You guys have been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew, crew spelled C-R-E-W-E, extra E at the end of the word crew, at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience follow you? The audience can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, and on Spotify. With the Movie Crew Podcast. Did I say audience? You did. <laughs> Rewind <laughs> and listen. Well, audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't do a take two or something. <sighs> what are you going to do? No, no, let it live. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Griggs, where can the audience find you? Uh, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. That's G R I G G S Y Media. Audience. <laughs> this is why we don't have nice things. This is audience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's a podcast. Anyways. Well, I guess you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at Elkins Edits, and uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with. I don't know what we're going to. Did you just rewind? No. Yeah, I did. I was getting ready to say a number, and then I stopped and was like, no, do I want to play that one? I don't know if we want to do the title track or if I want to play that track when he kills Scott Eastwood. Um. We're going to do the title track. We're going to do track number two, titled Wrath of Man from. The Wrath of Man soundtrack, and this is from composer Christopher Binstead. Enjoy.
But you know, I I I did miss my, my the only thing I should have said in this whole thing is that I really fucking hated that H didn't stop at some point and go, Yan, which is the guy he was chasing after, which is really close to Khan, and then that's you know the <laughs> wrath of Khan, and this is the wrath of man, and he was actually chasing you just after Khan. You just wanted the Captain Kirk moment, so the wrath of Jan. Is it Jan? Yeah, it was. But that was his name, right? Jan. That's what they're calling. Yeah, him. but it's spelled J A N. Anyway, so he should he should have said Jan, but he never did. Mm. Mm. He never did. You're right, right. That was the one problem with this movie. Uh, yep, it was. Well, That's why I couldn't give it a. 10. Let's get Guy Ritchie on this Zoom call, and uh, we'll. Uh... Here, hold on a second. Let me get that guy. <laughs> I, I, oh, I here. City. Sorry, he Facebook he, messaged me earlier. I should probably respond to that. Yeah. Damn it. So about Scott Eastwood's name. Um, we got some ideas <laughs> for the sequel, of course, because you know I think it's funnier if it's John if it's Jan because then it, <laughs> it's definitely it, it, it pla- was it, not Jan. It, 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 it plays off of the Star Trek thing that I was trying to make happen because it's Wrath of Man, and, and then and then he could say Khan or you know, John or Jan. I don't know. 